coming to you from the Deep South. This is the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast. High impact leadership is not reserved for leaders, and it has nothing to do with your position, title, or rank. However, it does have everything to do with your character. It's time to climb to the next level and beyond, personally and professionally. Now, let's start making it happen with your host, Max Story. Hello, and thanks for listening to the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast today. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about a book I've been reading recently and uh, something I actually found in there. Pretty interesting. That's one reason I read every day. Always learning new stuff, seeing things in a new way. The name of this book is The Carrot Principle. And basically, the subtitle is How the Best Managers Use Recognition to Engage Their People, Retain Talent, and Accelerate Performance. And The Carrot Principle is it was uh, written by Adrian Gostick and Chester Elton. What I want to talk to you about uh it's something I discovered on page 83, and it's it's a it's a chart. And what it shows in this chart, if you can imagine, if you draw if you draw a big square, and if you're sitting somewhere, if you're not driving, if you're sitting some some place, you can actually uh, get out a notepad or whatever, and pause, and get that out, and and take a big full sheet of paper and basically make it into four quadrants, a square with a a cross in the center so you can divide it up equally. <clears throat> I'm going to share a little bit with you about employee engagement and employee satisfaction. And everybody talks about engagement. And that's what I talk about a lot. It's what I've read about a lot. And the whole goal is always to engage the workforce. And it's it's actually one of my taglines that I've got registered with the U.S., uh, Patent and Trademark Office is uh, helping leaders engage the front line to improve the bottom line, and that's actually it is what that is what I want to do. And it's it's uh, but engagement is not the only thing. Everything obviously that I talk about is to help leaders satisfy the workforce. Meaning, I, I want to work here. I like working here. I'm satisfied with my job. Meaning. I like the people and the work, but I haven't seen it broken down the way that I'm going to talk to you about it today. And again, I'm going to read these components, these four quadrants of each component. I'm just going to read them to you and talk about it. But uh, again, it's from the carrot principle. If you were to get that book or have that book, uh, the version that I have is actually on page 83 and it's just really, really good stuff. And and I've been talking about it since I saw it because it really combined two important components so let's look at the uh you know the, the the left side of the of the four quadrants the top left and the bottom left it's not really where you want to be and then the bottom left and the bottom right it's not really where you want to be you you want you want to be in the top right quadrant so women and you definitely don't want to be in the the bottom left quadrant so I want to talk about the bottom left first. You don't want to be in this place. And if you're a leader of people, you don't want them to be in this place. So what you'll have in each section is engagement and satisfaction, but it's either going to be high or low. So in the bottom left quadrant, if you're, if you're taking notes, you want to label that bottom left quadrant 
as low engagement and low satisfaction. So, so you, you, you're not engaged and you're not satisfied. And what they describe, they got a couple of bullets in each, in each quadrant to describe what that means, what it looks like. So I'll read those to you and talk about them a little bit and we'll go on to a different quadrant. But basically what that means is low engagement, low satisfaction. What that means is employees who are vocal in their critiques of the organization, a distinct threat to your brand, high risk of turnover, requires an exhaustive review of management and procedures. So again, this is, you know, this, if you have a team member who's in this spot, they're going to be vocal about their dislike of the organization and their dislike of the boss, maybe the dislike of the product. They just don't like anything. That's why they're, they have low engagement, low satisfaction. But these people in that space, they're very vocal about it. You know, these are these basically, in, in, in my language, it's, it's the people that I talk about, they, they quit but stay. They don't leave. If you're the boss, you wish they would leave. For some reason, I don't know why you wouldn't terminate them or fire them if you wish they would leave. But uh, th- there's always some people that the boss really kind of wish they would leave. There's always people that, that where the team wish they would leave. And these are the low, enge- low, low engagement, low satisfaction people. And then, again, there's a distinct, a distinct threat to your brand from these people because these people are not productive. They... They're not worried about quality. They're not trying to help you improve. They're not trying to help you reduce cost. Speed up delivery. They just, they're just not engaged. And again, because they're not satisfied, they're, they're bad-mouthing. You know, they're disrupting the workforce. They, they may be causing you if, you're the, you, if you're the boss of one of these people in the lower left quadrant, then one of these uh, low-engagement, low-satisfaction team members. You're going, they're going to cause you a lot of frustration and a lot of stress. That's why you don't want them to be there. And again, high risk of turnover. If they're not engaged and they're not satisfied, as soon as they get an opportunity, <clears throat> excuse me, as soon as they get an opportunity, they're they going to they fire the boss and, and move on. Now, I did a podcast episode a while back that said if Bob has a problem everywhere Bob goes, Bob is the problem. So that person may very well go to the next place and and be in this same quadrant with low engagement, low satisfaction. But they might not. They might go to an organization that grows and develops people, and they may be able to grow and develop this person. Sometimes it's a bad boss that causes this. But if it's a bad boss and the person has an option, they go, they're going to they're gonna fire the boss too. So the boss can't win. If you've got a bad boss and the people reporting to the bad boss whether they're great people or not so great people, they're going to they're gonna leave. And again, this, this low engagement, uh, low satisfaction quadrant, it requires an exhaustive review of management and, and procedures because you're always having to try to create rules, enforce rules, make people follow the rules, and it's just non, non-stop. You, you, you don't want to be the leader of that kind of 
workforce. If the entire organization is like that, and some organizations are like that. Not every single person would be in this quadrant, but I've seen organizations where the majority of people are in this quadrant, and it's because they've got terrible, poor, weak leaders. Our, our world is suffering from leadership malpractice. It's in government. It's in city government, state, federal. It's in educational systems. It's at home. It's at work. Everywhere. We, we've, we're, our world is suffering from leadership malpractice. Pretty much every industry, every country, top to bottom, we don't have a whole lot of high-impact leaders out there. That's why I'm on my mission. So let's, let's stay on the left side of the quadrant right now. We've got the bottom left qu corner, left quadrant filled in. Let's move up to the top left. So the top left is high engagement, low satisfaction. So the bottom left is low engagement, low satisfaction. Now we're going to move up to the top of that, top left quadrant. Now we got engagement. We got high engagement, but we still have low satisfaction. And that's why this is so important to me, this, this little chart, this graph I'm talking about. Because you want highly engaged workforce, but you also want them to be highly satisfied. So when you put these two components and you give the four options, the, the four different ways they can combine and mix together, you really start to see what you're looking for and the damage that can be done if you're you're not in that uh, top right quadrant, which is high engagement, high satisfaction. So back to the top left, top left quadrant, high engagement, low satisfaction. What, what are you going to see in, in team members who are in this quadrant? Low morale and pessimistic about the future of the company. Employees that are, are giving their all, but are not happy with their work environment. And there's a high risk of turnover here. So again, top left quadrant, high engagement, low satisfaction. You don't, you don't want to be here. And if you're a leader, you don't want team members who are here. So again, think about it. They're highly engaged, but they're not satisfied. Because they're, they're not satisfied, they have low morale. They got a bad, they use the word pessimistic but it means they got a bad outlook for the future of the company. Meaning, no matter how they feel about the company, they're going to do a good job and they're going to work. They're going to be engaged. But while they're doing a good job and they're engaged, they, they don't like where the company's heading. They're not satisfied. Maybe they don't like where they're heading. Maybe there's no opportunity for them to grow in advance. Could be you. You might be highly engaged, but you're not satisfied at work. So these are people, again, they say they're giving their all, but they're not happy with their work environment. And then, as I mentioned, they say there's a high risk for turnover in this category, in this quadrant. Again, because these are high performers. They're highly engaged. They're doing a good job. They're getting results, but they're not satisfied. They're not happy. So people who do a good job and get results and they're engaged, one thing they can be engaged with is finding another job. And you don't want to lose these people because they're highly engaged, but you do want them to become satisfied. You want them to move over to the top right quadrant where they're highly engaged and highly, highly satisfied. But you've got to understand what you're looking for and what you're observing within people. 
If you're a leader of people, you know those people who are highly engaged, but they still moan, groan, whine, complain, whatever, but they're good workers. Versus the low, the, the lower left quadrant, they're not engaged, they're not satisfied, so they're low performers who moan, groan, whine, and complain. Definitely don't want to be that person, and you don't want those people on your team, but you don't want high performers who are moaning, groaning, whining, and complaining either. They, they're, they're a high risk of turnover. And they're, they're even uh, people who could influence other people to leave because they're moaning and groaning about the company. That sort of thing, because they're not satisfied, even though they work hard. So you don't want people in the left quadrant on the top or the bottom. So let's talk about the, the, the bottom right quadrant now. We've talked about the two quadrants on the left. The, the lower right quadrant is low engagement, high satisfaction. So think about that. Low engagement, high satisfaction. These are employees who are satisfied with their pay and position but do not believe in goals and visions of the organizations. They're a low risk for turnover and they're happy to get by and drain organizational resources. And and I've seen people, I mean, I've seen people in all these quadrants, but when you talk about low engagement, high satisfaction, sometimes, I mean, again, this could be at any level, but I've seen people in high-level positions, meaning, you know, like way up on the org chart, maybe C-level people or vice presidents or high-level managers or directors, those kind of things. They're terrible leaders. One reason they're terrible leaders is because they're not engaged. If you've read enough of my books, you've heard me talk before, I always say that, you know, if the if the folks on the if the if the workforce is not engaged, it's because the leaders are not engaged. And you see, sometimes it could be the other way around. It could be the workforce. It's not engaged, but they're satisfied. It could be an individual worker who's not not engaged. You know, they're doing the bare minimum to keep their job but they're satisfied with what you're paying them to do the bare minimum. But the same exact thing can happen in in upper levels, up up in the org chart, at any level. It can even happen at the CEO level. It can happen at the owner level of a company. I've seen that, especially when you come, or excuse me, when you talk about leadership. There, there are many leaders who are highly engaged in management of people but they're not even engaged at all in leadership of people. Many of them don't even do it. In my world, that's called low or no engagement. They would be in this bottom right quadrant. They may be happy with the the big bucks they're making, the perks they have. They're very satisfied with all of that, but they're not engaged with, with leading the company, meaning growth and development of the people. And then sometimes you'll find people in high level positions they they just there they just there to get a check they just there to get paid even in upper level positions they're highly satisfied with that income and the perks but they're not engaged they're just trying to get by those people drive the workforce nuts the workforce bad mouths those folks behind their back sometimes to their face those people cause a lot of problems. And again, you could be on the front line 
you could be in the front line entry level workforce and be right here in this bottom right quadrant because it's not about the quadrants aren't about what level you're at on an org chart it's about are you engaged at work and are you satisfied with your work and with the organization so again employees who are satisfied with their pay and position but do not believe in goals and vision of the organization they're not trying to help move the organization forward maybe they're not aligned with it i've, I've seen when a companies in the past have not done leadership development personal growth and then maybe the maybe the top leader hears hears me speak someplace then they bring us in to start doing training and development and all of a sudden some of the, some of the big dogs on the org chart they like being dictators so so they're not interested they're not engaged with buying into leadership development they say i ain't reading those books and because they're a big dog on the org chart they really don't have to unless the top leader is a high impact leader and and, and gets them on board or either gets them makes them walk the plank and and they ain't on board no more i mean that's that's the options when when the top leader buys into this meaning leadership development personal growth they got to get their leadership staff their leadership team they got to they got to change them get them on board or they got to change them and, and, and get them off the boat one of the two so the other thing these people low risk of turnover they're gonna sit there and, and take all the company you'll give them. They'll keep taking that check week after week. Be a low performer. Not be engaged. You know, down on the front lines, I used to hear people all the time. So I'm just here to get a check. I'm going to do my eight and hit the gate. But I'm just here to get a check. That That's what I've heard throughout my career. I'm just here to get a check. When they say that, they're satisfied with getting the check. They're satisfied with the work they do, but they're not engaged. Doing the bare minimum. And again, like the authors of the book said, there's a low risk of turnover. They're not going to go unless you make them go, fire them, terminate them, move them on out. They're going to sit there and just keep taking the check and doing the bare minimum. They're going to frustrate the team. They're going to frustrate the leaders. And again, they're happy to get by and drain organizational resources. All right, so now let's talk about where we want to be, where we want our team to be. No matter if they're in any of those three quadrants, the quadrant I'm about to talk about, that's where you want to be. If you're on a team and that's where you want to bring all your team members to be, if you're a leader on a team, of a team, or of an organization, or a division, or a department, you want to move people up to the top right quadrant and again that top right quadrant is defined as high engagement high satisfaction high engagement high satisfaction so employees these are these are employees who are ambassadors for your organization and i would use because i say every employee is an ambassador but you want to have good ambassadors not bad ambassadors so, so they didn't clarify, but I'm going to clarify for them and for me and my audience because I always talk about everybody in an organization is a brand ambassador. They're either saying good stuff or bad stuff every time they talk about the company. And again, it's going to be people who've worked there now, who work there now, or who have worked there in the past. 
Everybody who's ever worked in a company is a brand ambassador. They're going to talk about that company the rest of their lives, good or bad. But in this case, they're saying these employees are, are good ambassadors for your organization. High, high engagement, high satisfaction. They believe in goals and they believe in the vision of the organization. So they're supporting the leaders. They supporting the mission. They supporting the vision. They're highly engaged and they're helping you move the organization in the right direction. Or you're highly engaged helping your boss, your leaders move the organization in the right direction. They're committed to personal and organizational success. And they're a low risk of turnover. And, and that's a key piece. If you got turnover issues, you 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 don't that ain't good. That costs you a lot of money. Costs you a lot of stress as a leader, a lot of frustration. But highly engaged people who are satisfied, they're a very low risk for turnover. Why would they leave? They're highly engaged. They like what they're doing. They like what you're doing. They like what the company's doing. And they're highly satisfied. So they don't want to leave. They're happy to stay there. They're happy with their pay. They're happy with the work. They're happy with the team. They're happy with the boss. They're happy with the leader. So how do you get people into that quadrant? Personal growth, leadership development. From a character standpoint, and then competency training and development from a competency standpoint, meaning skills, training people, make sure they know how to do the job, how to use the equipment, how to execute. But primarily, it's about the character and development, personal development, leadership development, really of the leaders. If you get the, if you get the people who are on the org chart, those who have people supporting them or those who lead or are responsible for departments like quality, safety, lean manufacturing, like I used to do, those processes, because, see, those people have to interact with a lot of people. So those support people can cause a whole lot of dissatisfaction if they have poor character. They don't know how to work with people. So if you can, if you can grow and develop your team from a personal standpoint and from a team-building leadership uh, building a high-performance team standpoint, all the stuff I'm always talking about on my podcast, that's how you grow and develop a, a team so that they're in that top right quadrant where they're all highly engaged and they're all highly satisfied. You, you, you get the people in that quadrant, life's going to be a whole lot better if you're a leader. And if you're talking about an individual person, if you're in that quadrant while you're at work, you're going to have a whole lot less stress, less frustration. You're going to be happy at work. You're going to be happy when you go home. So from a personal standpoint, it's your job to lead yourself to the right organization and the right leader so that you can be highly engaged and that you feel highly satisfied while you're at work. So I'm going to do a recap of, the, of these four quadrants, just a quick overview, and then we'll wrap up today's episode. So bottom left quadrant, low engagement, low satisfaction. Employees who are vocal in their critiques of the organization, a distinct threat to your brand, high risk of turnover, requires an exhaustive review of management and procedures. Top left quadrant, 
high engagement, low satisfaction. And again, I hope you'll stop this thing, pause it, write this down on a sheet of paper where you can see it the way it's actually meant to be seen, and, and it'll help you uh, with this lesson. So top left, high engagement, low satisfaction. So here, there's low morale and pessim there's low morale and pessimistic about future of company, of the company, and that's the employees in this quadrant. They have low morale and they're pessimistic. Pessimistic. Hard for me to get out today about future, about the future of the company. These are employees that are giving their all but are not happy with their work environment, and then they're a high risk of turnover. The bottom right quadrant, again, that's low engagement, high satisfaction. These are employees with low engagement, high satisfaction. These are employees who are satisfied with their pay and position, but do not believe in goals and vision of the organization. They're a low risk for turnover, and they're happy to get by and drain the organizational resources. And then finally, the top right quadrant, the one we want to be in, the one we want to get our team members to be in. These people are highly engaged, highly satisfied. These are employees who are great ambassadors for your organization. They believe in goals and vision of the organization. They are committed to personal and organizational success, and they are a low risk of turnover. And again, the number one reason for me that I would say I want everybody to be in this quadrant four, if I'm a leader of an organization, I'm trying to get everybody, I said quadrant four, but it's the fourth one I talked about. They're actually not numbered on the chart. But why I would want them in this top right quadrant is because I do want, I want everybody on my team to be a great ambassador. Because again, what are the people inside the organization saying about the organization? And what are all the people who have ever worked here saying about the organization? Is it good or bad? It's easy to tell. I've talked about it in previous episodes. It's easy to know what the people are saying. And when I say people, again, it's all the people in the organization today and all the ones who've ever worked there. Cumulatively, when you average up what everybody's saying, is it is it bad? Is it terrible? Is it bad? Is it good? Is it great? How do you know? This is how you know. How, e how easy is it to find people? Any people. How easy is it to find good people? How easy is it to find great people? If everybody in your organization now and everybody who's ever worked there, if you somehow had the perfect organization and everybody who's ever been involved in your organization has nothing but good and positive things to say about you, as a leader, all the leaders in the organization, the organization's goal, the way it operates, what they do, nothing but positive, you're going to have a line of great people and a whole lot of good people and bad people who want to work there. But if that's the case, you're just going to worry about all the great ones who want to work there, and you're going to pull from that pile, and you're going to have a tremendous organization. The other extreme, if the people who work there are not satisfied, they don't like the leaders, they don't like the company, they don't like the way that the leaders run the company, talk to the people, or don't talk to the people, how the people are treated. And people who used to work there don't like the way they were fired. They don't like the way they were terminated. They didn't like it when they worked there. 
They didn't like it. They didn't like how it felt to work there. They didn't like how it felt to be on a team. They didn't like how the leaders disrespected them or whatever was causing all of that dislike and dissatisfaction. Those people are going to be saying bad and terrible stuff about the company. So if you got a group of people in the company and outside the company who are saying bad and terrible stuff about the company, you probably going to struggle to find any people because everybody already knows about that company. They don't want to work there. So who will you get? You'll get people who don't have many options. One of the options is to try to get into work at any company. And you'll be hiring those folks. And you can probably, probably guarantee they're going to be down in that bottom left quadrant. They're going to be low engage, low engagement and low satisfaction. And round and round and round the company goes. Because it's a vicious cycle of poor leadership that's causing it. Until you change that, ain't much going to change. But let's say you brought in a, a full-blown team of high-impact leaders at every position. Fired all the bad leaders, brought in all the high-impact leaders. Guess what they got to overcome? They got to overcome all the bad, negative publicity that's already out there, and it's going to always be out there from all the people who've already worked there and left, whether they left by choice or whether they were terminated. So the new leaders have got to build a whole new reputation with all the people who work there now, and they got to build it so strong that it overcomes all the previous bad word-of-mouth advertisement that that company's getting. And now you can see what you're going to be up against. So if you're starting a new company, you want to hire the right people. You want to be the right leader, hire the right people, so you can create a chain, an endless chain of people who are highly engaged, highly satisfied, who are going to be great ambassadors for your organization. If you ever have to terminate them, you're going to do it in a way that they leave on a positive note. And if they leave, they're going to leave on a positive note. You're going to get positive word of mouth, word of mouth advertisement. The more of that you get, the easier it's going to be to find great people. Hope you enjoyed today's episode on the carrot principle, talking about engagement and satisfaction. Talk to you next time. Make it happen or someone else will. It might as well be you. Are you serious about taking your career and your life to the next level and beyond? Check out Max Story's Blue Collar Leadership Series books and others now available on audio along with paperback and ebooks at Amazon, iTunes, and Audible. Please visit bluecollarleadership.com to learn about Max books, programs, special offers, certifications, and more. Thank you for listening to the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast.